If you're a skincare goddess, which Emma seems to be because her skin always looks great all the time, then you'll know about glycolic peels and how they're so hot right now. I've tried a few, but only one has been truly incredible peel. Get it? Peel. The Incredipeel resurfacing pads from Bliss are the easiest way to smooth and brighten your skin with sparse strength ingredients that you can actually trust. The peel basically releases 10% glycolic acid overnight to target fine lines and discoloration. For more luminous skin by morning, your skin texture and tone is noticeably improved after just one use. Seriously. These no-rinse peel pads contain soothing vitamin E, licorice root extract for hydration, witch hazel for calming and toning, and more and all for $20. Incredipeel is also vegan, 100% free of parabens and other bad stuff. And like all Bliss products, this Incredipeel is also PETA certified, so it's completely cruelty-free. You can go to Target and Target.com and look up That's Incredipeel, plus tons of other amazing new Bliss skincare and bath and body products today. Self-service is your cosmic comfort zone, an inner beauty school where self-care is celebrated, where getting real with emotions is a treat, and an interest in thoughtful, funny conversations, weird wellness, and astrology is unabashed. It's where being a little self-indulgent isn't just a shame-free act of love, it's a necessary launch pad into a life that's wholly ours. In a world where we feel good about taking up space. Here, we serve our hearts. We learn. We talk shit. We grow. And we tune the F up. Self-service. Hello, angels. Welcome back. How has your week been? Mine's been fine. <laughs> it's been fine. I'm Jerrico Mandiba, the editorial director of Girlboss and the host of this thingo that we call a podcast. I'm so grateful to every one of you for listening, and I hope you know that. This week, we're going to be talking about goddess. So specifically, how to work with goddess energy in your self-care and or spiritual practice or even how to use goddesses as your feminist inspiration in a much more secular sense, depending on what you're into. So we'll be hearing from Emma Milden, the author of Evolution of the Goddess, A Modern Girl's Guide to Activating Your Superpowers. And she's going to give us a lesson in everything you wanted to know about goddesses. Then our beloved Jessica Legnato, resident astrologer, is going to teach us all about what it means when Mars goes retrograde, which it is doing right now. Have you been feeling it? Just imagining everybody raising their hands at this moment. <laughs> Jessica is going to give us a forecast for the week ahead, of course, as well. So keep listening. Right now, though, let's just slow down and take a deep collective breath in through the nose and just hold it and then out through the mouth and just let it all go. All your tension, all the nervous energy, just let your body feel a little looser. And do that a couple more times if you need to. Close your eyes if it's safe to. And I'm going to pick a tarot card for the week ahead. Let's see what energies are hanging out and what we may want to be aware of. So your card is the Seven of Pentacles. So resonant for me. 
I think we've had this card before. So I'm just going to focus on the very powerful manifestation possibilities that this card contains because I want to empower you. Okay. So this week, look at your relationship to the concept of patience and the concept of persistence. What do these words conjure for you? And how do they feel in your gut? And where can you feel your reaction to them in your body? Because, yeah, this card is about knowing that abundance is guaranteed without needing to have any proof, if that makes sense. So it's about patience and endurance and the need to just kind of keep going. The reason that patience and persistence are so kind of gorgeous and like welcome possibilities in this card is precisely because abundance, whatever that means to you, is kind of already promised, like a priori, it's it's a given. So it's about assessing your motives and having the faith, for lack of a better word, and feeling into that and how that feels for you. So evaluate what you've accomplished so far as it relates to your goals right now. But remember that the fact that your dedication will pay off in one way or another isn't really a part of what you need to evaluate right now. Like that part is just a fact. That's the quote unquote faith. So if you can feel into that and trust that with like every fiber of your being, you're trusting yourself and you're trusting your power to awaken the gifts all around you and attract more of the same. So use this week to work on accepting the abundance that's in your grasp wholeheartedly and know that it's just the beginning and you don't need proof right now. You just need to keep swimming. Emma Milden is the best-selling author of The Soul Searcher's Handbook and the new book, Evolution of Goddess. She's a writer, a speaker. She's a Kiwi, which I love. She's called the spiritual personal assistant for her practical advice on all things new agey. And that practical advice extends to teaching all self-service listeners how to get in touch with their inner goddess right now. I'm ready. Hi, Emma. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you about goddesses. Why did you want to write a book about goddesses? Let's start there. You know what? I'm going to straight shoot. Spiritual straight shoot you. I didn't. I didn't want to write a book. I didn't (laughs) want to write another book. And I didn't want to write a book about goddess. Mm -hmm. it called me and it actually took over and transformed my life, the whole wow. process. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a journey. I got woken up at about 3.33 a.m. night after night with a call to write this book. And, you know, it, it got to the point where my ears would be ringing because I was refusing to step up to the call. So yeah, Evolution of Goddess wasn't something on my 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 vision board or my dream board or my 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 girl boss to-do list um Uh this is something that demanded my time and attention wow that's really cool and what does i guess now having come out the other side of of writing this book what does goddess mean to you and yeah like i guess how would you define it for people that aren't familiar with you know actual kind of female deity of feminine deities rather and and the idea of goddess in in general like what's your go-to response yeah you know in the process of 
writing the book, my idea of goddess changed. So I used to be, I used to find goddess quite alienating. I, mm-hmm. it polarized me. You know, I, I resonated with it, but I didn't in the same time. And I guess everybody has a different definition of goddess, which I love and they're totally entitled to. But for me personally, I think my definition of goddess and what I came to with writing the book was the definition of goddess for 2018 was less about female and more about feminine Mm -hmm. and what feminine meant. And even then it wasn't, it's not about necessarily feminine, but the energy behind what it means. So it's not necessarily about a gender or an archetype or a label or a category or any of that conscious crap that we, we love to cling to. It's about goddess energy and what that means. And that for me, I think is about someone who has a conscious comprehension about everything that she is in the presence of and a responsibility responsibility to give a crap about that. Mm -hmm. So it's more than being aware, it's actually being awakened. And that's more about action and caring and emotion and nurturing and compassion and protection and all that stuff that we as, as beings in society are getting better at. But I think I think that's why goddess is is being talked about so much and, and such a hot topic for the world at the moment. Yeah. And why I mean it's such an obvious question and very broad one, but why do you think the world needs this kind of literacy right now? Like what do you think people of all gen- all genders can gain from forming a new kind of relationship with the divine feminine? I think there are so many people out there who, like me, had a call or have ringing in their ears or are gritting their teeth or are frustrated or observing and generally feel a need to step up, not just as themselves through bettering themselves and expanding and and developing themselves through self-love and education, but also for those around them, it's, you know, I, I read this book three years ago and three years ago, if you had have told me, if you had have blasted down from the future and said, girl, this is what's going to go down in three years time. I one probably <laughs> wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> and two, you know, I, I couldn't have predicted the shift. And I feel like the reason why we need goddess and why we feel this call is because things like with all things in life, there has to be that darkest point before there's the brightest dawn. And I feel like in order for us to hit a point of needing this change, shit had to get real for a minute. And it mm-hmm. has. I mean, you just have to ask anybody about their life and career, um, politics, the environment, climate change. You know, it's all hitting a tipping point where decisions need to be made and we need to um, step up. Everybody needs to kind of pitch in. Yeah. And what does that look like in a practical sense, I guess? So for people listening who are learning about goddess energy for the first time, like how can they connect with that? Yeah, you know, like I feel like a lot of people will be acquainted with goddess energy in their life in different ways. And there's definitely no right or wrong way. Um, different yeah. people resonate with different 
tools and tricks and, and energies and that is always fine. So the first thing would be to go with what resonates with you. But I think a lot of people are starting to explore crystals and meditation and yoga and ritual and ceremony and herbs, candles, protection. I mean, I, I love listening to your, your podcast and you cover all this Thank stuff. You. You, you know this stuff and all your listeners mm-hmm. know this stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's about learning how to dial up that energy and mm-hmm. use goddess tools and narratives and heroine stories to help fuel your fire in life and things that you're called and summoned to um, campaign for or fight for or heal or help or nurture. You know, it's not always Mm. about a fight. It could be about healing something or releasing something or moving forward. Um, So, yeah, I think I'm not sure if I answered your question. Oh, no, I think that's great. And and what resonates with people and getting in touch with that is is really the answer. You know, people have these tools already and getting in touch with what they need at any given time is is the only way to go. Emma, thank you so much. Talking to you about goddesses is like put a fire under my butt a little for sure. So I really appreciate it. And where can people find a little bit more about you and your work and Evolution of Goddess? Yeah, so um, I have just released a book called Evolution of Goddess. It is available at all good bookstores on audiobook for goddesses on the go, which I love. And I would highly <laughs> recommend um, the audiobook because, let's be honest, we're all busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's available on Amazon. Um, you can find it through my social media channels. And I'm always available via social. I take pride in always replying to people personally. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're curious about goddess, if you have questions, if you don't know where to start, if you're dazed and confused or if you've um, got a fire in your belly, whatever it may be, reach out. Cool. Thank you. So you've probably heard me raving about Skillshare and for good reason. Skillshare is the online learning platform that has over 20,000 classes in all kinds of subject matter, including business stuff, design stuff, technology stuff, and here's a woo-woo stuff and more. You can take classes in social media marketing, in mobile photography, in creative writing, you name it, they've got it. So they have a class called Intro to Reiki, and they even have one called Simple Stretches for Stress Reduction that I really love. So whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set or just exploring a new passion, Skillshare is honestly the place that you have to go. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering self-service listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash self-service. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash self-service to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash self-service. So before I had a quip electric toothbrush, I was brushing my teeth all wrong and I didn't realize until I changed my brush. And now I brush the right way because Quip literally tells me exactly how to do it because they have these guiding pulses that tell you how long you should be brushing on each side and when to switch sides. Also, 
equivalent a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes. And they have subscription plans for your health, not just your convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist's recommended schedule, which is every three months, FYI, for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. And they come with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks so you can use it as a hygienic travel cover wherever you take your teeth, which is everywhere, I presume. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash self-service right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash self-service. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash self-service. Mars Retrograde is the talk of the internet this month, and if Instagram is anything to go by, which I think it is, it has a lot to answer for. <laughs> but don't be too quick to hate on Mars Retrograde, because Jessica Lignano is about to tell you all about the opportunity within the awkwardness that this period of time represents. Plus, she's going to give you a horoscope for the coming week ahead. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your tiny little astrology corner on self-service. I am excited to talk to you this week. And we're going to look at the astrology of July 15th through the 21st. But first, I want to talk about something that I mentioned probably close to a month ago, which is Mars retrograde. Now, the planet Mars was last retrograde in 2016, and it went retrograde on June 26th, and it went retrograde in the sign of Aquarius, and it will remain so until August 27th. Now, when Mars is retrograde, what it does is it depletes our vitality. Mars in astrology is our physical body. It's your muscles and it is your red blood cells. It is your sense of strength and vigor. And therefore, it is related to fornicating and fighting and moving projects forward. So it's about action and activity. Retrogrades are always when the planet appears to be moving backwards. And so it's kind of this like backwards motion of the planet. And retrogrades are often a period where our sense of strength with that planet is kind of compromised. So you can expect lower energy level around this time. You can expect having to deal with more frustrations or obstacles in your major efforts, but also around sexuality and your sexual relationships. So what you want to make sure is that if you take on projects or if you start a new sexual relationship in this period, that you are being smart about it. You are taking time to really process through what you're choosing and making good choices. Um, anger and sexual blocks may come up and that's okay. Just deal with them. Now, I'm going to give you a little teaser for next week because next week is an astrological explosion. What we have coming up next week is a Mercury retrograde. So we are going to start to have both Mercury and Mars sitting retrograde. What I'm going to have you do is remember this. Retrogrades are not the ends of the world. What they are is a time to review, reassess, and revisit. Look at what you're doing and be critical about it. Spend time introspecting instead of always looking out for answers. You will notice I'm skipping past my regular horoscope this week to give you homework. And the reason why is because there's no major transits this week. Now straight to your homework. I'm going to tell you this. 
this is the time to consider how you're participating in the world at large. Aquarius and Capricorn are both community-minded signs, and they're both signs that are very much in the world. And again, these are the signs that Mars retrograde is moving through. Capricorn is how your plan fits into the systems we live in, and Aquarius is how you personally are going to participate. Consider your actions and whether or not they reflect what you wish to be doing IRL. This retrograde period is a time to reflect so that you can reinvent yourself or your projects with wisdom if you need to be. It's time to get to work, my friends. All right. Do you want more woo? I bet you do. Go to my website. I'm sorry, it rhymes. I couldn't help it. Go to my website at lovelignato.com if you want to find me on social. I'm at Jessica Lignato on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Thanks so much. Bye. Me again. If you want to stay in touch with me on Instagram, my name's Jericho.mandyburr. And for the latest from all of our podcasts, you can follow at Girlboss Radio on Instagram. Plus, you can use the hashtag self-service podcast to ask any questions or say hi. And yeah, that's it for today. If you like the show, please consider chucking us a rating or a review or sharing this show with your friends. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you to the delightful Emma and Jessica for being here with me today as well. Bye.